We don't need to be dicks in the gym. We don't need to be dicks on social media. If people are in there truly trying to better themselves and willing to overcome that massive amount of intimidation and still come in and still show up, man, let's encourage them. Hello and welcome to Old Man Energy, the last episode of 2023. Appreciate the time you guys have spent with us, those of you that are coming back and those of you that are new here. Well, I hope you find a reason to come back and a reason to share it with your friends and your family because that's what keeps us going, which allows me to continue to do what I do. So if you haven't liked and subscribed to us here or on all the different social media platforms, then please take a moment to go do that. We put daily content out everywhere and it's usually unique, sometimes a little duplicated, but usually unique content, sometimes funny stuff, sometimes some serious stuff. Title of this podcast is New Year's Resolutions and Dicks in the Gym. (laughs) They seem to go together, unfortunately. Um, It is December 30th. And if you are one of the people who sets goals or becoming one of the people who sets goals and does different things, throughout the year based on a plan, then you should by now have your plan together. Some people that's intimidating as hell. Most people do not have written goals down, but a lot of people do come up with New Year's resolutions. And that's the new year, new me crowd, or however you want to phrase it or make fun of it. New Year's resolutions are basically goals for people that don't used to usually set goals, because those of us that set goals know that We don't need to wait for a particular time to get them started, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. A lot of people historically do not stick to New Year's resolutions. The challenge is is that historically a lot of people also don't stick to their goals, even written goals. The percentages vary depending on what studies you look at as far as who sticks to what and who does what. The one thing that's consistent across the board is if you write down what you want and you write down what you need and you write down where you want to be, you have a much greater chance of succeeding and getting there. And that doesn't matter whether it's a goal, whether it's New Year's resolution, or whether it's a damn grocery list. They all work. And that technique is important. It makes everything else fall in line and it helps our brain focus on what we need to be doing. We tend to look look down. Those of us that set goals for a living, not for a living, but those of us that are used to setting goals and running our life on goals, look down on people that make New Year's resolutions, not because they're making the resolutions, but because we're dicks. And a lot of, (laughs) there's no easy way to say it. And I'm as guilty of this and I'm not going to be this year. That's why I'm addressing it on here, but I'm as guilty of this as everybody else. So I may be calling some folks out, but I'm not throwing anybody under the bus other than myself at this point. There was a time in my life where I would make New Year's resolutions and then immediately do nothing about them. Or I would set goals and then immediately not look at the book I set the goals in for months, sometimes three months, sometimes six months, sometimes eight months. My notebooks are full of different goals written down. And one thing I came to realize a few years ago was going back through those books is the goals were the same over and over again. And it was just because I wasn't paying attention to them. It wasn't until I truly started to engage and focus on the daily tasks and the implementation and keep those goals in front of myself that it really started to make a difference. So now my goals are drastically different than they were last year. The last years were different than the previous year. So that helps and that helps with the growth and it helps with our mindset because we get, we tend to get what we focus on. New Year's resolutions are the same way. There's everybody almost without exception has something that they want but 
they're not currently working towards or they don't currently have or they'd like to be in better shape or they're going to get back in the gym and we're going to address that in a minute because a lot of New Year's resolutions have to do with fitness, especially coming off of this phase of eating that happens in Thanksgiving and kind of goes all the way through Christmas and some people even further. Those of us in the gym that lift weights call it bulking season, but basically it just means that we're doing what we do all the time and we're just eating like pigs and terrible food. Not everybody does that. Don't jump on here, but a lot of us do. I know I do. I won't pass a cookie up around this time of year. I don't try and lose weight between Thanksgiving and Christmas unless I'm on 75 hard. And even then, my goals with 75 hard typically are not weight loss. So anyway, back to back to what I was saying. The The act of writing your resolution down, the act of writing your goal down is incredibly powerful, but it's just the first step. Then you've got to decide what you're going to do tomorrow and what you're going to do the next day and what you're going to do and what does it look like next month and what what does it look like for you when you actually achieve this? Because once you get those pictures in your head, then you'll start doing something and taking action towards those resolutions or those goals. So I'm going to encourage you not to look down on people that set New Year's resolutions or that set goals and, and spouses. This is insanely hard if you're married to a dreamer. And I get it. I've talked about it before in a couple of, of podcasts and shorts. As a spouse, it's really easy to just look back and go, oh my God, here we go again. But that doesn't make it wrong. And the thing is, is you only have to succeed once. You only have to start engaging once to realize how powerful the system truly is. And once that happens, you'll typically stick to it. Not everybody but you'll typically stick to it. You won't continue to let the people in your life down because you tell them, oh, I'm excited, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you should always share that with your significant other. Not in a way that you're looking for permission to change or chase after your goals, but just in in sharing that with the most important person to you on the planet, at least your significant other should be the most important person to you on the planet. And having that discussion about significant other and kids and what have you, that's different. Um, That's a totally different topic. But share your goals, share your resolutions with the person in your life that matters, they may not believe you at first, especially if you've done this a lot of times and let them down or let yourself down. Understand they're not being non-supportive because they hate you or because they don't like you or because they don't want you to succeed. They just get tired of watching you fail. We, we don't like to see the people that we believe in and that we love fail. And we don't like to watch it. We don't mind watching them struggle sometimes, but we don't like watching them struggle and then give up or quit. It, it really diminishes our perception of our significant other. And nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be put in that position. So they may not be excited, but they'll usually just let you go on about your business. Well, what does that mean? That means it's up to you to make this stuff happen. It's up to you to make a daily commitment to doing what you need to do. Now, I could talk about business. I could talk about finances. I could talk about whatever. The most common New Year's resolutions are related to fitness, they're related to debt, or they're related to something big like buying a house, buying a car, whatever. I'm not going to address the other two. I'm going to address fitness right now in the fitness community because this is the one time of year that the fitness community turns into a bunch of dicks. And we don't do it in the gym. That's the thing. It's really weird. I'm going to give you an example. Those of us that are in the gym fairly frequently and enjoy the peace of the gym, especially if you work at a public gym or work out at a public gym, we get used to the volume at certain times, at certain times of the day, certain days. We know it's going to be busy. We know it's not going to be busy. All those bets are off on New Year's. Right after the first of the year, everybody's in there trying to hit their goals. And I used to call them resolution rangers. I thought it was very clever and I used it a lot. It's pretty funny not realizing how many people that I'd blown out that weren't even in the gym. 
because I didn't say it in the gym and most of us don't. I stand by what I've said before in the series I did on getting in the gym. It's a very accepting community and you just have to put in the work to prove that you belong there. People accept you on the front side. Most guys and gals in there are kind. They're not looking for reasons to throw each other under the bus. I stand by that. People do still act that way in the gym. There's very few people in the gym that are just absolute assholes. But when we go to their social media page, it's totally different. We see, and yeah, I'm calling every single one of you dudes out there that are doing this out because you're just being dicks. You don't even realize it. What happens is, is we go on our social media. Oh my God, the gym's going to suck for the next two weeks. It's going to be awful, this and that. Well, one, if you can't suffer for two weeks, you've got bigger problems than other people in the gym. But we post that stuff and we post, oh man, get ready for the resolution rangers. Here we come. I can go back in some of my old posts and see it. And I may even share some of those just to throw an apology out there to anybody that I blew out um, when they come up on my Facebook memories this time. What happens is, is they see us in the gym and we're not assholes in the gym. We're pretty kind to them. We, we may be frustrated because of the volume of people in our gym or whatever, but we're not assholes there. Now, what happens with technology and social media days? We've all got our phones on us. How some of us are recording in there. We're creating content. So the gym's already a massively intimidating place for somebody that's new. And now you've got all these people, it's busy, and they don't know it's different. So they think it's like that all the time. And you've got these folks in there that are working out. Some of them are intimidating. They've got the latest clothes on. They're recording. They've got the greatest workout equipment. They've got this. They've got that. And it just gets, it, it gets hard to stick to your resolution or to your goal. Just the act of showing up is hard. I'm mean, To win, just the act of showing up is hard and is challenging. So you get in there, okay, some of these guys aren't so bad, no big deal. Give you a little consistent, you keep going. Well, technology, because we all have our phones on us when we're in the gym, suggests friends. Oh, well, say, yeah, I saw him at the gym the other day. Oh, yeah, hey, I saw him at the gym the other day. Oh, my buddy's friends with him. I see him. And they go to your page, and it's post after post after post of bitching. Bitching about how crowded the gym is. Bitching about how you're not able to do what you want to do, bitching about all these new people and how they're all going to fail and just go check your own feed and see how negative it is and understand they're going to see this one act in the gym and that's that may be who you truly are and you're just frustrated for these two weeks or we're just joking back and forth amongst each other because I mean that's what we do and then they see this other life on social media and you're blowing people out that you don't even intend to just the very act of doing that I know that happened today with the suggestions and um, I'm obviously didn't blow me out, but people that I saw in the gym show up on my suggested news feed. And what's really got me to thinking about this is we don't need to be dicks in the gym. We don't need to be dicks on social media. If people are in there truly trying to better themselves and willing to overcome that massive amount of intimidation and still come in and still show up, man, let's encourage them. And let's not only encourage them there, let's encourage them online. Yeah, you know what? We are inconvenienced. And yeah, you know what? It's a pain in the ass whenever you're in there and you can't do your regular sets, your regular workouts, because there's a lot of people in the gym. You know when That's part of being a public gym. Work out at your home gym for a little while, create a home gym, maybe go to a boutique gym for a week or two. I don't know what the solution is. I know for myself personally, I'm not going to let it bother me anymore. I'll go in there. I'll get my workouts done. One secret is... Even after New Year's, the gym's still pretty empty at five in the morning as soon as they open. If you're a member of a 24-hour gym, you can get in there at three or four in the morning. Yeah, there ain't nobody going to be in there. Maybe two or three people, but it's not going to be crowded. We can make this environment and the situation work for us. Just because we're mildly inconvenienced at our normal time 
and something that we perceive as ours when it really belongs to everybody that chooses to show up, that makes a difference, guys. Don't don't be the don't be the guy this year. I'm gonna challenge all of you that have been in the past not to be that way this year. Let's try and show an environment of support and an environment of acceptance to everybody who's trying to make a bigger difference. Maybe that one post, maybe that one handshake, maybe that one thumbs up, just good job, pat on the back, whatever it is. That one thing might be enough to help this person move forward and continue to do what they want to do and hit their goals and change something from a resolution to a goal to a lifestyle. You know what, like it or not, guys, we were all that person when we first started walking in the gym, not knowing what the hell we were doing. And some of us was a long time ago, but I still remember a lot of it, man. I was walking in and like, I don't have half this. I don't have a weight belt. Maybe I need those. I don't know what he's using those things on his wrist for to pick up the weights. And good Lord, I can't, I can't, I'm way over here in the little bitty dumbbells. And there's these guys are my size, but they're lifting. There's just so many different things that go through your head when you're in there and trying to learn, especially if you're not having a mentor or somebody who's in there who's teaching you. And granted, YouTube's helped alleviate a lot of that. People can come in there and know how to lift, but they still don't know specifically what they're doing or, hey, am I doing this movement right or this or that? So go back and refer to, if somebody's asking you for help, go back and refer to some of my previous posts and episodes on how to deal with that. But don't be, don't, don't be that guy that just blows those folks out of the water. And those of you that are new to the gym and are making the resolution for the first time or the 10th time or the 100th time or whatever it is to get in there. Remember, it doesn't matter what time of year it is, whenever you set a goal or set a, set a resolution to change your life, we all do it around the first of the year because it's a natural restart. We feel like something's closing, something's new, but whether or not you're starting in June, July, January, it doesn't matter. It's just as intimidating. It's just as hard. It's worth it. Get in there, push through that uncomfortableness. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my story with you guys from when I first started lifting weights. I am, I'm an athletically declined person. <laughs> the, I talk about lifting weights all the time because it's one of the few things I'm good at. The other thing is roller skating, which is ironic. But I tried martial arts for a long time. I loved it. It took me almost 10 years to get to black belt, and that's an insanely long time. And it wasn't Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so. I was a persistent martial artist is the best way to put it. But during that, per, during that pursuit of martial arts, I met someone who was my coach for weightlifting for a long time. I give a shout out to um, Art Bellardi. He owns Art of War Jiu-Jitsu in Orange Park, Florida. And to say that this guy changed my life in this aspect would not be an understatement. He was patient with me. He never showed any frustration. And even though I was in my late 20s, whenever he started coaching me and teaching me how to lift weights, I, I might as well have been a teenager. I did not have any experience in it, did not know what the hell I was doing, had never done it before. And it was like teaching a kid, I'm sure. But I wanted to learn and I took to it pretty well. Some of the lessons that he taught me, I still use actively to this day. Obviously, I've evolved from that time and weightlifting's evolved over the past 25 years. <laughs> but walking in, I didn't have any of the right equipment. I didn't know. I showed up in a pair of basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I'm here to lift weights. I'm going to figure this out. And went from there. Started learning the weights. Started learning about the muscles. And I didn't know anything. I had to learn about the muscles and how they work together and how the weights affect them and what you should eat, nutrition and everything else. It, it's intimidating and it's a lot to learn. But it's worth it. 
So when I started that journey, it didn't go from point A to right now with no interruptions. There was a couple of years where I was out of the gym, got sick and couldn't do anything for almost two years, got lazy. I would get in there, I'd work real hard and then I'd be, oh, I look pretty good. I'm happy about this. And then I wouldn't go back for six months or a year or a week. So it suddenly turns into a month, suddenly turns into a year. And it's crazy how fast that can happen. But every time I'd walk back in, I'd pick right back up where I left off for at least as close as I could get. And it continued moving forward and continued moving forward. And so now if you see some of my videos where I'm in the gym where I'm lifting weights, you know what? I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not the ripped dude that's in the best shape there. I believe I can lift a lot of weight. And for my age and for my past and my history, I'm very proud of where I'm at now. I've got a long way to go. But over the years, I've accumulated things that make it easier to lift weights. But when I first started, I didn't have any of that. And you know what? You don't need any of that. A notebook, a pencil, and a desire is about all you need to get started. Start tracking your workouts. And it doesn't matter at first when you get in there. Just get in there and move some weight around. Pick some stuff you like. Pick a workout you think you might like and do it for a month. If you don't like it or it hurts or what have you, then tweak it. Get with somebody who knows more than you. Join some groups on Facebook. There's a lot of them out there that will help you. Write it down. Write down what you're eating. Start paying attention. Start doing some studying on how the muscles move. There are tons of videos out there. There are tons of articles out there that talk about nutrition, that talk about weightlifting, talk about mind-muscle connection. Just, just become a student of your resolution and of your goal. And it makes it that much easier to go back into the gym every day. When you understand you don't need all of the fancy things, you don't need the latest workout attire, you don't need the latest weightlifting straps, you don't need the gloves, you don't need the whatever it is, the, the fitness clothes for girls or weightlifting belts or whatever, it doesn't matter. Over the years, things have changed. I still, I, mean, I have some stuff very specific that I like and that I use. I still try some different stuff, but you know what? It's not all based on how much it costs or what name is on it. It's based on how I like it and how, how it's solved a problem for me. And when you first start, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what your problems are. You don't know what you're going to have challenges with. You don't know what you're going to like. You got to figure it out. Get together and do something. And don't let anybody else stand in your way. And don't be intimidated by other people who are saying things online or this or that. Or, and trust me, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody wants to voice it these days. Just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't make you wrong. Doesn't necessarily make you right. But it doesn't make them right either. Although a lot of opinions these days are presented as facts and you need to make sure. So... When you're setting your resolutions for the, for the new year, understand you're going to have some resistance. You're not only going to have some resistance from the environment. I use the gym as a microcosm because that's very apparent and it's something that's very dear and close to my heart. If it's personal finances, if it's you want to buy a house, whatever your goal is, you're going to have some resistance. You're going to have some resistance from people immediately around you. I address that a little bit as far as they see you doing this again. And maybe you've done it in the past and haven't been successful or whatever, but you're going to have some resistance from other peers because, not because they don't like you. And that's not granted, there are some evil people out there who just don't want to see you succeed. You need to eliminate them out of your life as fast as possible. But there are some people out there who are just intimidated because whenever you start changing, you're invalidating every excuse that they're giving themselves for not succeeding. And as a result, they'll try and tear you down or they'll try and talk you out of it or they'll make fun of you. I got made fun of constantly when I had a corporate job and I was building the initial cleaning business. It was always at work, constantly. And that was one of my goals for there. And if I'd listened to those guys 
I wouldn't be where I am today. I would not have been an entrepreneur for as many years as I have been. And every single one of those guys is still working a job. So not to throw anybody under the bus that was their choice, they did it, but they didn't really care about my success or not. They cared about the fact that I was making them uncomfortable. So you're going to have some resistance from the people around you. Be prepared for it, ignore it, pretend it didn't happen, throw it behind you. And you're going to have some resistance from yourself. Your brain is going to not believe you at first. Your brain wants to stay equal. It it wants to maintain equilibrium right where you are, right where you've been the whole time. So whenever you first tell it, you tell it you're going to change, it's going to be excited because, oh, this is going to be different. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, No, no, no. Okay, that was fun. Let's go back to where we were. Or, God, who do you think you are that you can do this or you can't do this? Or, man, that one cookie's not going to hurt anything or whatever it is. Just those, those little, little bitch voice inside of you is going to gripe at you and tell you that you can't succeed. And it's just you're going to mess with yourself more than anybody else is going to mess with you. Do not want to listen. And that's probably the most difficult one to disengage because that little voice inside of you hears everything around you. And it will take in environments and it will twist things and it will make them appear as one way and every reason in the world not to succeed, not to make it. And your brain's going to find it. Your brain's going to throw it at you. Oh, you know, you're really sore today. You just, why don't you just sit on the couch? You don't need to go go walk or, you know, that, that one piece of cake is not going to hurt you if you're on a weight loss journey or, you know, that one cookie, it's only 200 calories. It's not really going to hurt anything. Not the point. The point is having the discipline to do it. And remember this, and this is one trick that I use personally, insanely powerful trick. I don't have to be perfect for a thousand days to make something happen. If I have a five-year goal, I don't have to be perfect for 1,500 or 1,600 days or whatever the exact number is. I have to do what I need to do for one. And that's it. Just one. And then I need to do it again tomorrow. And then I need to do it again tomorrow. And out of 365 days over the course of a year, what if I mess up 30 times? Well, most of us, whenever we mess up consistently, say five or 10 days in a row, we just kind of blow the goals off and go on about our business. But you know what? Out of 365 days, if you mess up 30 times, that's 330 days where you have the opportunity to succeed and you did what you needed to do. If somebody offered you $365, and you dropped $30, you wouldn't throw the rest in the trash. You wouldn't be upset about it. The same thing goes for your goals and the days that you're allotted. If you mess up today, then just jump back on and do it again tomorrow. It doesn't matter. You don't have to make up for today. Today's gone. You're done. Over. Move on. So no matter what you're doing, whether you're chasing goals, whether you're setting New Year's resolutions, whatever you call it, write it down, get a plan, work your plan. Don't let anybody intimidate you. And guys, if you're one of the old guard at the gym, watch what you're saying on social media and what you're saying in person. Because honestly, we were all new once when we were there. We don't want to see these guys fail. Man, the best thing in the world would be to have the gym full of people pursuing their health and their fitness, being polite to each other and working out. That would be a really fun environment. You know what? Then we'd have some better gyms because they'd have a lot more money to work with. So the, the problem would solve itself. But even still, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that takes somebody else's dream because you're mildly inconvenienced for a few days. Think about that. Listen, guys, appreciate all the attention. Got a really good episode um, coming up for you beginning of the year. One, we're going to talk about fear and how it paralyzes you and ways to cope and deal with that. And then we're also going to talk about progressive goals. 
very powerful system I've helped put together that I've taught to my classes. And I'm going to give that particular piece of it away as an episode on the podcast because I think people need it. They need to understand what a goal looks like as they go through it so that you can use that as a tool to move forward. So continue to turn in, tune in, make sure you've hit that bell so you get notified whenever we have some new stuff coming up. Also, my Christmas shirt. I did wear this on Christmas Day as my Krampus shirt. I wanted to point that out. I thought I... I thought it was pretty clever and I had a great time, especially wearing it around Christmas time. Got the opportunity to have some really cool conversations with people. So listen, guys, love y'all. Thank you very much for your viewership and for the time that you spend with Old Man Energy. Look forward to a lot more of it in the next year. Happy New Year. Peace. Love y'all.